let's get down to business. Thanks for coming out tonight. I wrote me a manual, a step-by-step booklet for you to get. Oh, I make money moves. You can't see me. My time is now. What up, what up, what up, guys? Welcome back to another episode of the Fitness Times Business Podcast. My name is Joseph Mansell. I am your host. And guys, what a time to be alive. We're in the middle of the most significant pandemic in about 100 years, the most significant worldwide event since arguably the Second World War in the 1940s. It is just absolutely crazy at the moment. And I'm going to be completely honest with you guys. I've just about had enough of hearing about this pandemic. I've had just about enough of all of the fear mongering going on, of all of the hoarding going on, of all of the really shit human traits that this pandemic is bringing out. And not only have I seen them secondhand, I've seen them firsthand uh, on multiple, multiple occasions. And it's inspired me more than anything. It's inspired me to record this podcast for you guys and talk about this pandemic in a completely different light. I'm not going to talk about the, the, the actual physicality of it. I'm not going to talk about the precautions you should be taking. I'm not going to talk about the economic impact, the politi- different political strategies to deal with the pandemic itself, to deal with the after. I'm not interested in talking about any of that shit because everyone's fucking talking about that at the moment and it's doing my fucking head in. And I'm sure there's a bunch of you guys who agree. What I am going to talk about in this podcast, I'm going to call this podcast Rethinking Rona, to put a bit of Australian spin on it. I'm going to talk about five strategies to come out on top of this pandemic. I'm going to talk about five practical things that you can and should be doing right now to primarily stay on top of your mental health. Because the one thing that is not being spoken about, not only just not being spoken about enough, but pretty much not being spoken about at all, is the mental health aspect of this pandemic. Everyone's talking about the physical effects, the economic effects, the all of the flow on effects. Nobody's talking about the mental health effects. There's no support for how do you actually fucking deal with this once in a lifetime situation where everybody is so scared and anxious and panicking and no one knows what the fuck is going on. Not even our leaders know what the fuck is going on. And you can't blame them. This has never happened before. The circumstance we're currently in, where you have a clash of a pandemic with the current state of society, with the current state of our ability to communicate and the communication mediums, and in particular, the clash between traditional and social media is a complete clusterfuck. And nobody knows how to deal with it. And nobody's talking about the mental health aspect. And that's what I want to talk about in this episode of the Fitness Times Business Podcast. And you guys are going to get an absolute shit ton of value out of this episode. I just know it because it's taken me a long time to prepare for this episode. So let's get straight into it. Before I get into the top five strategies, top five practical strategies to come out on top of this pandemic, 
I just want to specify the overarching strategy and the problems with it because of the very small amount of talk that's happening at the moment about how you actually deal from a mental health perspective with the current state of affairs, everybody's talking about focus on what you can control. Focus on what you what you are in control of. Don't get too caught up in the unknown because the fear of the unknown is the biggest driver of anxiety. And at the moment, nobody actually knows what's going on. So if you focus on things that you can't control, you're just going to get anxious and you're going to you're going to stress and you're going to panic. And you know you need to focus on what you can control. That's kind of the overarching strategy which is a very good strategy. Don't get it twisted. The problem with it is it's one thing to say it. It's another thing to actually put it in practice. How do you actually focus on what you can control? How do you firstly define what you can control? Does anybody actually know what that is? And then what can you actually do to focus on what you can control? And this leads me on to this concept of sphere of influence. What do you actually have influence over? What actually can you control? How do you identify what you can control? How do you identify what you can do from a practical action standpoint, as opposed to what you can't do or what you have no control over? And if we begin there, what can you control? What, what is within your sphere of influence? Well, the first thing is your reaction to everything that's unfolding, which is changing pretty much on a day-by-day basis at this point in time. The second thing you have control over is your mindset, which ties into your reaction. The third thing you have control over are your physical actions. What are you actually going to do physically in response to everything that's currently happening in the world right now? And that kind of ties into, okay, well, what are those physical actions? What can you actually do? And this is where a lot of people get unstuck. This is where a lot of people, you can kind of get to that point. You can figure out what your sphere of influence is. You can figure out, yeah, I can control my reaction to all of these inputs coming in, to all this information coming in. I can have some sort of control over my mindset, my positivity, my negativity, how I treat other people, so on and so forth. I have a little bit of control over things that physically are within my sphere of influence. But what do I actually do? And that's the purpose of this podcast. That's the purpose of these five strategies that I'm about to detail. Strategy number one, limit your consumption of media. This is so big at the moment, guys. This is so huge. Limit your consumption of media, both traditional and social. And the reason why you want to limit your consumption of media is because this is your input. This is the shit that you have no control over. If you're continually consuming shit that you have no control over, that's going to continually reinforce in your mind these feelings of anxiety, these feelings of panic, these feelings of stress, the feelings of overwhelm, the feeling of what the fuck am I going to do because I have no control over anything, which is why it's very important before you even look at actions that you can do, before you even look at mindset, before you even look at how you react to information coming in, that you start to put limits on that information coming in. You need to turn that tap off, the tap of information flowing in from both traditional media and social media. 
So how do you do that? Let's get practical. Let's start with traditional media. The first thing you can do is turn a fucking TV off. Don't get up first thing in the morning and turn the TV on and see what's on the news channel of your preference. Don't watch TV as the last thing before you go to bed and see what is being reported from the the, uh, media outlets or what the most recent political update is. Turn the TV off. Limit the amount of time that you're watching traditional media on the television. Stop checking websites for updates every second you get. Don't be on the news websites. Don't be on the media websites hitting the refresh button every five minutes to be up to date with the most recent information coming out from traditional media. And be selective with your sources of quote unquote news. You got to remember guys, commercial media outlets have their own agenda. Attention drives sales. And they're trying to do anything they can do to hold attention at the moment, which leads to irresponsible journalism for the most part. So be very selective with what websites you're going to, what TV channels you're tuning into when you're tuning into those TV channels. Make sure that your source of quote unquote news is actually a source of quote unquote news not a source of let's figure out how we can scare the shit out of people because we know that fear is one of the biggest drivers of attention and the more fear we can generate, the more attention we can generate, the more attention we can generate, the higher our ratings are, the higher our ratings are, the more shit we can sell. Be very selective with where you source your quote unquote news. Turn the TV off Stop hitting the fucking refresh buttons on whatever websites you're choosing to tune into. Flipping over to social media. Now, I have a little bit of a contradicted position on social media. And the reason for it is because at the moment, a lot of the world is in lockdown. A lot of the world is in isolation. We can't go and see our workmates, our colleagues, our friends, our family even especially the oldies in our family. And for a lot of us, social media is really the one thing that's keeping us socially involved with each other. So when it comes to social media, as opposed to traditional media, my advice is not to turn social media off. Traditional media, turn a fucking TV off, stop visiting the websites, be selective with your sources of news. When it comes to social media, my advice is to keep social media open. Keep connected to the people that you want to keep connected, but turn up your filters a little bit. If there's people in your feed who are catastrophizing everything, who are being highly emotional, who are leaning into the fear mongering, who are broadcasting the fear mongering, just hide them, just hide their stories, hide their profile posts. You don't have to block them, just hide them. For the time being, until this all blows over, you don't need those negative inputs coming into your social media feed when you've done everything you need to do to get them out of your traditional media feed. You don't want them coming into your social media feed. So just hide those people. If they're notorious at spreading fear and negativity, block those motherfuckers. Get them out of your stories. Get them out of your profile feeds. You don't need the negativity and the fear coming in through your social media feeds. 
And then the final piece, when it comes to both types of media, whether it's social media, whether it's traditional media, which is going to lead into my second strategy, is don't check any form of media within the first 30 minutes of each day. Within the first 30 minutes of waking up in the morning, do not check social media, do not check traditional media. Why? Because as soon as you do that, you say to your mind, go into a reactive state. You say to your mind, you don't have control. You're going to be reactive for the rest of the day because I'm going to give you these inputs that you have no control over within the first few minutes of waking up. It's a very bad position to be in for your mental health when you're trying to juggle all of the different challenges that the current pandemic is presenting. So when it comes to both social and traditional media, do not engage for at least the first 30 minutes from when you wake up in the morning to getting your day started. Do not engage. Strategy number two is to follow a strong morning routine. This begins with not consuming any form of external media in the first 30 minutes of each morning. What I then recommend is to adopt and practice gratitude, affirmation, and perspective journaling. Why do you want to do this? Why, what is the importance of, everyone talks about gratitude journaling, a bunch of people share their gratitude journals and their affirmation journals on social media at the moment. You know, what is the purpose of this? If you've never done it before, it kind of seems like, a, you know, it's a little bit dicky. It's a little bit wishy-washy. What's the purpose of it? Gratitude, guys, is the antidote to envy. And envy is a focus on all of the things that you don't have and all of the things that you can't do, which is what the media at the moment is designed to plant into your brain, is designed to tell you and through fear reinforce to you all of the things that are outside of your control. Gratitude is literally the antivirus to the current media virus to use some play on words for you guys. It is the antidote to envy. It forces you to focus on what you have, not what you don't have, and forces you to focus on what you can do, not what you can't do. So immediately, it sets your mind in a position where you are not reactive, you are active. You are proactive. You're focusing on what you have and what you can do, not what you don't have and what you can't do. Gratitude is the antidote to envy. That's why it's so important, especially at this point in time. When it comes to affirmation and affirmation journaling, affirmation plants the seeds of positivity. It actually fires up, and this is, pro- this is not just theory, this is proven, guys. It fires up a part of your brain called your reticular activating system, your RAS. And your RAS is responsible for the connection between your physical being and your conscious mind. So by planting the seed of positivity in your mind and firing up your reticular activating system to look for those seeds of positivity throughout the rest of the day, what do you think you're going to find? You're going to find positivity. You're going to find optimism. You're going to find all of the shit That's really difficult to find at this point in time. That's why affirmation journaling is so important. 
And then what about perspective journaling? The third piece. Well, perspective reinforces time relativity. And that's particularly important at this point in time because when you are in something so significant as the current state of circumstances we are in, you can sometimes get caught up in the thought that it's never going to end, that it's going to last forever. But we know through perspective journaling that everything is short-term. Everything is impermanent. Everything is temporary. And there's an awesome saying that I love quoting that really just sets this out. The quote is, this too shall pass. Just like everything else in human history has passed. Just like the last pandemic, the Spanish flu passed. The First World War. The Second World War. Everything has a start date and an end date. At this point in time, we don't know what the end date of the current pandemic is, but we do know that it has one. And perspective journaling really reinforces this idea of time relativity, that everything has a start date, everything has an end date, and in the big scheme of everything, it's all short term. This too shall pass. So how do you incorporate those three things into a morning routine? Well, I'm just going to share with you guys my personal morning routine. This is what I do, and this is not just something that I've come up with in the last few weeks because of this pandemic. This is something I have been doing for years, and it didn't always look like this. This is something I've refined over years as well. So my morning routine contains 10 steps, and I'm going to go through them one by one for you guys real quick. And you can take whatever you think is going to work for you out of it. You can leave what you don't think is going to work for you. This is just a little blueprint for you guys to use. So my morning routine looks like this. The first thing I do is I take note of my first thought. As soon as I wake up, what's my first thought? Is it positive? Is it negative? Is it based on gratitude? Is it based on envy? Where is my headspace at before I've had any chance to influence it? And that just gives me a little bit of scope. Am I in a positive state of mind? Fantastic. Let me go through my morning routine and reinforce that. Am I in a negative state of mind? Oh, shit. Okay, we've got some work to do here. Maybe I take a little bit longer with my morning routine, make sure that I reverse this as quickly as possible. So that's the first thing I do. Take inventory of my first thought. I then go into gratitude. So I, every morning, I will write down in my phone, in my gratitude journal, five things I'm grateful for. And those are immediate. They're the first five things that come to mind. Sometimes it might be as simple as, man, I had a really good sleep last night. I'm so grateful for that. Man, this coffee that I'm having first thing in the morning tastes absolutely delicious. I'm so grateful for that. I'm healthy at the moment. I don't have any sort of virus. I don't have any sort of physical impediment. I'm not injured. Man, I'm so grateful for my physical health. The five things that immediately come to mind, write them down. That's my gratitude journaling. I then move on to a detailed affirmation that I write in the first person. It's very important that it's in the first person because you're not talking to someone, you are detailing an affirmation about yourself. So your affirmation wants to start with I am or I will. First person, as detailed as possible. Fire up that reticulator activating system, that RAS, to search for positivity throughout the day. I then move into what I call a pride journal. And this is one thing that I'm proud about of myself. And usually it would be reflective. So it would be something that I did or achieved or put in motion from the previous day. 
that made me proud about myself. Once again, this is a little bit of positive reinforcement. It kind of ties into affirmation journaling, but I separate it. I then go into my top fives. My top fives are my top five goals at this point in time. The top five emotions that I want to experience each and every day. And I'm going to talk you guys through those real quick. My top five emotions are gratitude, love and affection, optimism, passion, and bliss. Those are the five emotions I want to experience each and every day. The top five most important things to me. So this is another version of gratitude journaling, but these are not the five things that immediately pop into my mind. These are, if everything falls to shit, what are the five most important things to me that if I have them, I will be happy? And I recite those. I then go into my top five values. What are the top five higher order values and what priority do they sit in? And how do they dictate my behavior? Given any circumstance, given the current circumstance, given amazing circumstance, given complete shit circumstance, what are my top five values? And I then recite my top five weaknesses as well. Things that I can continue to get better on, regardless of the circumstance. I then move into celebrating wins. And this is retrospective. So I'll look at what happened yesterday. Did I experience any wins that I should take note of? Did I experience anything that I did well did I experience anything that I should pat myself on the back for? If I did, I'll write those down. Once again, you can see this pattern now, guys. It's positive affirmations. It's reinforcing reticular activating system to look for positivity, to notice positivity, to focus on positivity. It's hugely important. I then move into accountability. I'll take note of things that I did or achieved yesterday and things that I want to do or achieve today the things I have control over, the things that I have within my sphere of influence. Hugely important. And then I go into my perspective journaling. Anything that helps me get a grip on time relativity. Perhaps I'll think about experiences I've had in the past that when I, were in, when I was in them, they felt like they would never end and they ended. Perhaps I'll think about challenges my parents have been through. Challenges my grandparents have been through. Challenges, challenges society as a whole has been through and made it through. Anything that helps me grab hold of time relativity and bring things back and reminds me that this too shall pass. And that takes me less than 30 minutes. That's how I spend the first 30 minutes of each and every day before I go and consume any form of media. After that, if I need it, I'll go and meditate for 15 or 20 minutes. If I'm still not in a positive headspace, a good headspace, and I need a bit of meditation, I'll go and do that. And then I'll consume a piece of positive content as the first piece of content I consume. Perhaps it's a positive article. Perhaps it's a positive podcast, something that is positive. None of this fear-mongering bullshit that we can't seem to get away from in both traditional and social media at this point in time. And that's my morning routine. So you guys can pick and choose things that you like out of that, create your own morning routine, put something in place, start on it today. Strategy number three, adapt your daily routine. And this is so huge at the moment, guys, because so much of the different elements of our daily routines have been taken away from us for good reason by our governments. A lot of us 
are working from home at the moment, so we don't have that second space. A lot of gyms around the world are shut. We can't go to the gym and train, so we don't have that third space. A lot of us are isolated or quarantined, whatever you want to call it, locked down in our own home. So we really only have one space. For a lot of us, the foods that we usually eat are difficult to access at this point in time. So much of our everyday routine has been altered that it becomes very easy to completely fall off the wagon with your routine, completely just go out of routine. And guys, this is one of the worst things you can do at this point in time because this is something you have control over. And if you refuse to take control of it, you're giving up one of the main things that you have control over. One of the main things that you can put in place to battle all of these feelings of anxiety and uncertainty and stress and panic is to take control and adapt your daily routine. And I encourage you guys to do that. So how do you do that? One of the most basic things you can do, guys, is to go to bed at the usual time, get up at the usual time. Don't fuck with that. Don't stay up later than normal. Don't sleep in more than normal. As soon as you start doing that, it's just going to throw a complete spanner in the works when it comes to your daily routine. Go to bed at the normal time. Get up at the normal time. You have complete control over that. Make sure you keep control over that. Adapt your exercise regime. A lot of gyms around the world are closed. We can't go to the gym anymore. So we're going to have to look at bodyweight exercises, look at resistance band exercises with TMJ Power Resistance Bands. Maybe you can get your hands on some free weights if you can do it. You know, train at home. Do what you can do from a resistance-based perspective to keep your exercise regime up. If you're used to training five days a week, six days a week, keep training five days a week, six days a week. Keep your fitness regime up. It's going to be adapted. You're not going to be able to do what you normally do, and that's fine, but you still have control over the situation. So make sure that you take control of the situation. When it comes to your cardio, do your cardio outside. Perhaps for the first time, try some metabolic conditioning workouts for cardio instead of walking on the treadmill or using the elliptical trainer or using the Stairmaster or whatever you'd normally do. Adapt your cardio regime. Perhaps you need to alter your workout split as well. You have control over your fitness regime, guys. One piece of it has been taken away. You can't go to the gym anymore. That's fine. What are you going to do? You got control over the situation. Adapt and move forward. Stick to your diet as best you can as well. Stick to your caloric intake. Stick to your macronutrient intake. One of the worst things you can do right now, guys, is go off diet, eat all of the shit in the world, emotionally eat, which is a big one for so many people. Eat to make yourself feel better when in actual fact it's going to make you feel worse. Stick to your diet. If you have to get resourceful because you can't access the foods that you're used to eating, get resourceful. If you can't access your chicken breasts or your steak or your turkey or whatever it is, perhaps have an extra protein shake per day. If you can't access the carbohydrate sources you're used to accessing, perhaps use a carbohydrate supplement instead. There's so many ways you can get resourceful with your diet, but stick to your calories, stick to your macros as best you can. And if you're working at home at the moment, a big part not to do with fitness, but to do with business is to stick to your work routine as best you can as well. 
Stick to your normal start times, your normal finish times, your normal lunch break times, your normal during the day break times. Don't lose your control over that routine because that's such a huge part of that second space. When you go to work, your second space, you get there at a certain time, you have your breaks at a certain time, you leave at a certain time. Don't fuck with that. You have complete control over it. Do what you need to do to adapt your daily routine to the current circumstances. Do not fall off the wagon with your daily routine. It is one of the things that you have a huge amount of control over. Not complete control, a huge amount of control over. You're going to have to adapt. You're going to have to evolve for we don't know how long, but you have control over it, guys. So make sure you make the most of it. Strategy number four, identify and seek out or look for opportunities. Guys, the entire world has pressed the pause button at the moment. This is not one country's pressed the pause button, one city's pressed the pause button. The entire fucking world has pressed the pause or at least the slow motion button at the moment. It's an incredible time, a time that we will probably never see again in our lives to do things that we otherwise would never have the opportunity to do. The opportunities at this point in time, because the world is on slow motion or pause, are incredible. And most of us have more time on our hands than we ever thought we ever would. So let me tell you guys, I've mentioned this in many, many pieces of content in the past. One of my most hated sayings is I don't have time. Why didn't you do that? Oh, I don't have time. Why haven't you pursued that thing that you were talking about? Ah, oh, I haven't had time. Why haven't you started that course or that podcast or that YouTube series or whatever the fuck it is? Ah, oh, I haven't had time. Well, guess what, guys? You've got time. You've got a whole shitload of time on your hands. So that excuse is completely out the window, which means it's time to pull the trigger on those things that you've been putting off because you quote unquote, haven't had time. Perhaps you might want to look at investing in your personal development. Read that book that you haven't had time to read. Listen to that podcast that you haven't had time to listen to. Enroll in that online course that you haven't had time to enroll in or you haven't had time to execute on that's going to help you develop as a person, that's going to help you develop your career even, it's going to help you develop your fitness regime. You've got time now, guys. There's no reason to put it off. Use that time. Use it as efficiently as you possibly can. It's also a really good opportunity to take inventory of your mental health. And that's pretty much the whole basis of this podcast. This whole podcast is forcing you guys to take inventory of your mental health. A few things that I suggest you do in addition to what I've covered so far in this podcast is to review your relationship with death. Sounds a little bit morbid, is a little bit morbid, but the fact of the matter is with the current pandemic, a lot of people are dying and a lot of people are afraid of dying. And this is a great time to ask yourself, why are you afraid of dying? What is it? Have you not accomplished what you wanted to accomplish with your life? 
Do you know that if you leave life right now, you're going to leave with a lot of regrets? It's a really good opportunity to give that some thought. And it's not easy. It's very confronting for most people, but it's a really good opportunity to give that some thought. And I encourage you guys to give that some thought. Review your relationship with death. On the flip side, it's time to reevaluate your happiness as well. What is truly important to you? So many things are being taken away from us right now. It's going to shine a magnifying glass on what is truly important to you. What makes you blissful? What makes you insanely happy? On the flip side, what makes you unhappy? What makes you experience negative emotions that you don't want to experience? It's a really good time to just step away from the day-to-day routine while the world is on pause or slow motion and Take inventory of this. Take inventory of your happiness, what's important to you, what makes you happy, what makes you unhappy. It's also a really good time to evaluate your physical health. Something else that has been brought into the magnifying glass with the current pandemic is, are you physically healthy? Is your immune system functioning the best way it can? Are you carrying a little bit too much body fat? Are you in the best state of physical health that you can be in that if you do contract the current virus, you're going to be okay? Really good time to reevaluate where you're at with your exercise, your diet, your supplementation regime, your general health and being regime. As a side to your mental health, let's take a look at your physical health as well. And then from a business perspective, It's a really good opportunity to take a higher level look at your business if you're a business owner or your career if you're an employee. Really good opportunity to look at implementing business efficiencies that you are being forced to implement right now to stay alive and make it through the current economic climate. Well, perhaps those are things that you should be doing anyway. Perhaps those are things that you haven't been forced to look at or haven't had the opportunity to look at, but now... It's right in front of you. It's do or die. Huge opportunity to make the most of that. Perhaps you might want to investigate some business pivots. Perhaps it's time to take your business in a different direction. Perhaps the way that you were doing things has been the way that you've been doing things because it's the way those things have always been done, which is a really shit way to run a business. But we all do it. I'm guilty of it. Perhaps it's time to take a high level look at that and go, well, that's the way things used to be, but this is now a reset on the way things used to be. And now this is how the way things are going to be moving forward. Perhaps we don't have to run our business like that because that's the way it's always been done. Well, now it's not going to be done like that anymore. Perhaps we pursued that business opportunity. We thought it was an opportunity. It really wasn't an opportunity. Now it's time to pivot in a different direction. And the same thing applies to your career. If you're an employee, perhaps it's time for a career pivot. Perhaps you've been doing the same job for so long and you've just been in the same routine and the same habits, but it's really not making you happy or it's not putting you on the direction and the path that you want your career to ultimately head. Well, now is a perfect time to consider a career pivot as well perfect time. The biggest thing here, guys, 
with this fourth strategy to identify and seek out and look for opportunities really comes back to regret mitigation. As I've mentioned to you guys, this too shall pass. This is short term. This current pandemic situation, economic situation, this current climate has an end date. I don't want you guys to look back on this period of time, however this, however long this period of time is, a month, three months, six months, 12 months, five years, who the fuck knows? It doesn't matter. I don't want you to look back on this period of time and go, shit, I wish that I had made the most of those opportunities. I wish that when the world pressed the pause button, the slow motion button, the reset button, that I took the opportunity to invest in my personal development, to take inventory of my mental health, to evaluate my physical health, to pivot as a business or pivot in my career. I don't, there's one thing you guys take out of this podcast. It's regret mitigation. I don't want to see, hear of, find out that any of you got to the end of this current climate and went fuck. I wish I had made the most of that opportunity. The time is now. Make the most of the opportunity now. Don't spend the whole time wasting time. You guys know how I feel about wasting time. You know how I feel about the saying, I'm just killing some time. I fucking hate that saying. Like time, like we have an infinite amount of time. We have a finite amount of time. This climate right now is a finite amount of time. Don't waste it Netflixing, net, getting out of shape, becoming a fucking couch potato, becoming a lazy sack of shit because, oh, I can't control everything. It's all out of my, that's bullshit. This podcast is shining a light on this bullshit. So please, guys, if there's one thing you take out of this podcast, make sure that you're making the most of this opportunity. It's an opportunity wrapped in a big ball of shit. I get it. I'm experiencing it myself, but it's still an opportunity. So make the most of it. The fifth and final strategy, and this is so big at the moment, this is something that I started this podcast talking about all of the shit that I'm sick of hearing about and the shit that I'm sick of hearing of seeing. This is something that I've been very proud as a human to see, and that is community. So my fifth strategy is community over everything. And this is just acknowledging guys that we are all in this together. This is being experienced by everyone at the same time, being affected. It is affecting everyone, sure, on different levels to different degrees, but it's affecting everyone at the same time. We're all in this together and community over everything. So what do you do with that? Don't be selfish. Don't be greedy. Forgive fast. Forgive yourself fast. Forgive others fast. Understand that we're all in this together. We're all experiencing the emotions of anxiety, the stress, the panic, the uncertainty, the overwhelm. We're all experiencing that. So some of us 
let's be honest, most of us are going to do some dumb shit. We're going to do shit that might be selfish. We're going to do shit that might be greedy. Forgive yourself. And when you see other people doing it, forgive them as well. But once you do it, don't do it again. Community over everything. And there's a couple of things that you can do to enhance community over everything. The first thing is to take inventory of what sort of a person you are. Use this magnifying glass on the community aspect of the fact that we're all experiencing this together at the same time to get better as a human, to develop as a human. Once again, see this as an opportunity. If you do something and you act emotionally that is selfish or greedy or just not kind, perhaps even cruel, pull yourself up on it and go, fuck, all right, I, I, really, I really messed that up. Forgive yourself, make sure it doesn't happen again. If you see someone else acting the same way, pull them up on it. Forgive them, make sure it doesn't happen again. We can all use this opportunity to get better as humans, to get better at helping our community, to get better at projecting positivity into the universe. You project more positivity into the universe, guys, the universe gives you more positivity back. That's the way it works. Karma is very, very practical. Make no mistake about it. Be kind and courteous, not just to others, but to yourself as well. Understand that this is a tough time for you as well as everyone else on this planet. So be a little bit more lenient with yourself. Be a little bit more kind to yourself. Be a little bit more courteous to yourself and then to other people as well because we're all in this together. And most importantly, take the opportunity to do nice things for other people. It doesn't have to be huge. It can be just a nice compliment. It can be helping someone out who needs a hand. It can be anything that someone else is going to appreciate in this time of need, in this time of uncertainty, in this time of challenge and struggle, you have no idea how far doing something nice for a fellow human is going to be received right now. And I encourage you guys, even if it's just one thing a day, make sure that you do one thing a day nice for another human being. And I want to wrap this podcast up just with a couple of my own personal affirmations that I've shared with you guys before, but I think given the current circumstances, it's definitely worth sharing once again uh, and definitely uh, more prevalent now than ever. The first one is my saying, only good things happen for me. Only good things happen for me. No matter what occurs in the universe that is within or outside of your control, you have the ability to perceive them as good or bad, and you have the ability to perceive them as happening to you or happening for you. I encourage you guys to perceive whatever happens as being good and happening for you along your life's journey. One thing's for sure is that you cannot connect the dots of your life looking forwards. You can only ever connect them retrospectively. 
You can only connect them looking backwards. You can only get to a point in your life, look back and go, well, if that didn't happen, then I wouldn't have made that decision and then that wouldn't have happened and then this wouldn't have happened and then I wouldn't be here right now. You can't do that looking forward. There's no mechanism. We had crystal balls, perhaps, but we don't. We could tell our future, perhaps, but we can't. There's no mechanism. You can only ever do them looking backwards. So I encourage you guys to have faith that the dots will somehow connect in your future and that these good things that are happening for you are happening for a reason. And when you get to a certain point in your life, it's all going to make sense. And I encourage you guys to have the courage to keep going forward without being able to see what's around the corner. You just have to do it. You have to have faith. You have to have courage. You have to know deep down inside what it feels like to know that only good things happen for you. The final thought that I want to leave you guys with is in times of immense struggle and uncertainty and pressure and effectively all the different adjectives that you can put together to describe the current climate, I always remind myself that diamonds are made under pressure and heat, immense pressure and unbelievable heat. It's the only way you can produce something of such high value as a diamond. Shit ton of pressure, fuckload of heat. That's exactly the situation we're in as a human race at the moment. A lot of pressure, a lot of heat. Those of us who are able to implement everything I've, I've explored and shared with you guys in this podcast are going to come out of this shining bright like diamonds. There's no doubt about it. And this concept that I speak about success capacity that I've shared with you guys before only increases by going through struggles. The greater the struggle, the greater increase to your success capacity. Obviously, you have to capitalize on the capacity after the struggle's over, but if you're able to endure struggles of an insane degree, your success capacity increases by the exact same amount. So understand that by going through the current struggles you're currently going through, and I don't know what they look like for each and every one of you, but I know that we're all experiencing some sort of struggle. Understand that by going through that, by having the courage to go through that, by having the faith to go through that and get to the other side, the impact on your ability and your capacity to be successful is going to increase by the exact same amount as the struggle that you endure. And we also know that the greater the struggle, the greater the triumph. And I want you guys to take a little bit of solace in knowing that this is all short term. We're all in this together. We're all going to make this through to the other side together. Guys, as always, if you've made it to this point of the podcast and you found any sort of value in this episode, and I trust that so many of you will have, I ask one thing in return. No, actually, for this episode, I'm going to ask three things in return. I'm going to get a little bit greedy and I'm going to forgive myself for being greedy. The first thing I ask is that you guys take these five strategies and put them into practice. As I mentioned, 
the one thing that I want you to take out of this podcast is minimizing your regret. I don't want you to get to the end of this current climate and go, fuck, I wish I had implemented those five strategies that Joe spoke about in a Fitness Times Business podcast. The first thing, take the strategies, listen to this podcast again, take notes, put the shit into practice. The second thing is to pay this forward. You guys can tell I put a lot of time and effort into producing this content for you. I'm asking that you do the same for another human being. Put a lot of time and effort into something else that's going to bring value to someone else in the community. I don't know what that looks like. It's going to be different for each and every one of you. But do something nice for another human being. Actually invest in it. Put some time into it. Put some effort into it. We all have a lot of time on our hands right now. And pay it forward. And then the third thing I ask is that you guys share this podcast. You can share it person to person. You can tell somebody about it. You can post about, take a screenshot of whatever podcasting platform you're listening to, whether it's iTunes or Spotify, maybe you're watching this on YouTube, take a screenshot, post it in your Instagram story, tag me in it at Joseph Mencel, and I will reshare those tags. Share this podcast around. This content is able, is going to be able to help as many people as we can get it to reach. So I'm going to ask you guys to help me reach hundreds upon thousands, if not millions of people with this content. And I hope that everyone who listens to it is able to put it into practice. Guys, you could have been anywhere in the world right now, but you're here with me. I appreciate that. And that's a wrap for this episode of the Fitness Times Business Podcast. Until next time, I'll catch you on the flip side. Thank you for tuning into this episode of the Fitness Times Business Podcast. Be sure to subscribe. And if you enjoyed listening to this episode, make sure you give us a five-star rating. Until next time, we'll catch you on the flip side.